The election is behind us, and who knows what lies ahead of us. But on this day after Thanksgiving, we set aside our partisan divide. We say goodbye and give thanks to two of our oldest and dearest friends, Mike McDaniel and Jim Shella. That and more on Indiana Week in Review for The Career, ending November 25, 2016. I'm John Hammond of Ice Miller. Today we say goodbye to Jim Shella and salute his 25 years as host. We are proud to support Indiana Week in Review now and for the next 25 years. Thanks, Jim. Twenty sixteen has been a year of big changes for us here at Indiana Week in Review, but the biggest changes happen tonight. We'll look back and we'll look ahead with tonight's panel, Democrat Ann Delaney, Republican Mike McDaniel, John Schwannis, host of Indiana Lawmakers, and I'm John Ketzenberger, president of the Indiana Fiscal Policy Institute. And for the last time, here is former Wish TV political reporter and host of Indiana Week in Review, Jim Shella. So we thought we'd start with a blast from the past. Now, not a lot of people realize that Jim was not the first host of this show. Take a look at this. Indiana Week in Review, I'm Bill Hussing. Our panel this week consists of Mark Lovers, former senior executive assistant to Indiana Governor Robert Orr, Claudia Prosser, Democratic member and vice chairman of the Bureau of Motor Vehicles Commission, Jim Shella, state house reporter for WISH-TV Channel 8, and John Schwannis, a state house reporter with the Indianapolis News. I think this whole flag-burning issue is, is, a, is one big political bandwagon that every politician feels the need to jump on, and uh, I don't think there'll ever be a constitutional amendment. Jim, wear those glasses. That's what I want to see. They were in style then. I'll bet. I think I have some coming up later that were equally bad. How about the transition from panelist, which you had done several times, and I can't recall exactly how many weeks that was before you took over, but fairly close. How was that transition? It was quick. I mean, I was, I was hired on here and given three weeks to put together a panel. Uh, I, I chose to put together a new format um, and uh, figure out how to do this show. And uh, uh, happy to say that the format that we created and most of the panel uh, survived 25 years. Most of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have interviewed governors and senators and presidents, uh, but we have to know, who is your least favorite interview? <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm not, I'm not used to categorizing those things, but I guess if, if anything, uh, it, it, when you do what I do, you, you don't like talking to people who don't want to talk to you, so uh, uh, Steve Goldsmith might be a good, <laughs> good choice for that. Um, you know, when he was running for governor, he... Uh, um, I, I, the one interview I, I remember, he, we, we discovered one day that he was coloring his hair. Um, and I was able to come up with before and after pictures. And uh, so we had to ask him about it. And, I, and I, I, when I posed the question to him, he said, it's, it's a matter of personal hygiene and it's personal. 
which, <laughs> and look where it got him. Yeah. So, so. What about, yeah, I want to know the other flip side of the coin. He asked you the least favorite. Yeah. Who was the favorite? Well, generally, it's whoever I talk to today. But, but I will say, um, you know, I had an opportunity um, uh, back starting in uh, 1989 when Evan Bayh became governor. And uh, we made an arrangement where I sat down with, with Evan Bayh and did a weekly interview that aired on Sunday evenings. And uh, we continued it uh, with Frank O'Bannon. Uh, so it went on for 15 years. So it, that elevated, I think, uh, my profile and uh, was a great opportunity. And now Mike's, Mike thought it was... Uh, uh, <laughs> maybe not the best endeavor well, the, there. The but toughest question you ever asked Evan about was what was his favorite color? Well, <laughs> they, why do you, why do you think it went on for 15 like years? Huh? But, I will tell you, but I will tell you that when Mike Pence got elected, he came to me and said, I want to do that interview you did with Evan yeah. Bayh. Yeah. Um, there you go. But he well, wanted the questions in advance. And he, and he apparently didn't tell his scheduler. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're, we're going to put a little more pressure on you. But you're a guy accustomed to pressure. Who was your all-time favorite panelist? <laughs> you know what? I've been asked that recently, and, I, and I'm not afraid to say it's Ann. Because, <laughs> it, well, it, because... We're out of here. Got, Let's just go. No, no, I'm it's, done. It's got nothing to do with her politics. It's the fact that what I try to do here is create a lively discussion, and she's foolproof. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, if you want to get everybody else on the panel charged up, just ask Anna a question. There you go. I'm always glad to help you. Jim. I appreciate it. Thank okay. you. As long so, as it's not a sports question, because there's sometimes there are occasions where she has to remember, say, well, an Indy, I don't Indy follow drive. cars. We don't use okay? cue cards on this show except when there's an Indy car driver yeah. name she needs to remember. And in that case, we, we have them. Was Give me John an IU Jordan? basketball John, well, question. Jeff Jordan. I can yeah, yeah, Jeff, Jeff Jordan. Your Jeff favorite Jordan. driver, Jeff Jordan. That yeah. might have been a low point yeah. for you. Uh, especially <laughs> since you build him as one of your favorite Hoosiers, uh, you know. But that's, I, I could do that, unlike Tennessee Trey. I could name yeah. it. All right, favorite all right. Well, we flip, did the flip side before. Best to worst. Now let's do the same with panelists. Worst panelist? <laughs> oh, um, wow. Oh, this is a chance to settle the score. That would be completely inhospitable, but uh, that Schwannis kid tends to talk a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Took me 25 years to get this one. Oh, that's a cop-out. Come on. It's, uh, yeah, I'm copping out. My favorite, my favorite shell at the Schwannis line was one day John was pontificating, as always, and uh, Shella finally said, quit circling that plane and land. <laughs> I see the world in shades of gray, I'm afraid. Not, not as uh, stark contrast as, as you all do. Now, speaking of panelists, Jim sadly is not the only one leaving the show tonight. Mike McDaniel is leaving the Republican chair after tonight. And Mike... You mean he's becoming a Democrat? Uh, <laughs> Uh, no political suicide being committed here, no. <laughs> no, no. I just, the way Given you the said last that, election, I thought... What made you decide to ride off into the proverbial sunset uh, when, with When uh, Jim, Jim told Chell. me this, we were sitting in an Indians game this summer, uh, enjoying the evening, and he was talking about the potential that this might happen at this time. And I said, hey, you, you allowed me this opportunity. It's been 21 years. It's been a great 21 years. When you go, I'm going. So it was not much more than that, but... Uh, uh, with the Republicans holding every office from top to bottom, I can't think of a better time for me to walk out. <laughs> top, so that right? you can lobby more yeah. successfully. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So you and Ann have been frenemies for years. And here's a clip that perfectly sums up your relationship. Uh -oh. Take a look. 
And uh, there's a distinction. The idea that, support. okay, uh, if you smoke cigarettes, it's not a user fee, support. it's a We've tax, got it on and then you drive. You're complaining. What's the deal? What now? I said you're the one calling for bipartisan support and everything. You got it on this, you're still complaining. I'm just talking about Make up your mind. I would say the hypocrisy of you trying to argue that cigarettes increases our taxes and gas taxes are user fees. We've created a new one called anpocrisy. That was uh, vintage, actually, <laughs> in more ways than one. Uh, of course, a question that we all get asked is that, uh, you know, do you and Anne really hate each other? Yes. Like, <laughs> right? Pretty much so. Yeah. 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 And it shows, too. No, not at all. If I ever uh, gotten a problem, first person I called would be Anne Delaney. She's been a good friend for a long time and... Uh, a worthy adversary, to say the least. Most competitive person I ever met, and and I applaud her for that. Well, thank you. <laughs> Even though I tried to kill you that time on you, the Mona, you did. Can I tell that story sure. real quick? You guys, second. Go, go for uh, it. She decided because I was so uh, thin that I needed to start walking. <laughs> so we picked the hottest day of the year, and we walked the Monon together. First of all, people are rubbing their eyes like, what are you two doing together? And then, <laughs> then I realized by the time we got to Carmel that I'd have to walk back. And it no, suddenly, wait a minute. And suddenly, we it didn't suddenly get occurred to Carmel. To me, no, we did. It suddenly occurred to me that maybe she was trying to kill me. <laughs> I told him that wasn't true because mouth to mouth was out of the question. <laughs> And I said, thank you. Just like how many conspiracy theories you fueled with that sighting. I'm sure people thought, it is all rigged. It's the establishment's run amok. I always thought you guys got along, and Rex before you, yeah. because uh, to borrow the old Teddy Roosevelt uh, notion, you're both in the arena. You both have been chairs of the parties, your respective parties. You had to keep the light bills paid. You had to recruit candidates. You understood and were simpatico in many ways. Did you think there's anything... To that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think yeah. we've both been there and done that, and uh, because of it, we have an appreciation for what people like Rex Early went through and John Zuddy went through and others, Murray Clark uh, and others before us, and uh, it's, it's not easy. It's hard, and uh, anybody that's willing to put their neck out and do that kind of job in this day and age deserves some attention and some respect, and I think we have that respect for each other. I think that's right. I think we also both appreciate the system. Yeah. And the way it works too, and and I think that goes a long way to smoothing when Mike's wrong, which he is so much of the time. <laughs> well, I, let me just add that that um, you don't see uh, during this uh, era of the show, you haven't seen any elected officials uh, on the panel. I I like to go to to folks who are part of the the political party apparatus, who uh, know what goes on behind the scenes and and. Uh, uh, it can can speak to to strategy and and big picture. Uh, they're, they're not they're not really selling their agenda. They're they're selling the agenda of their party. Well, and you can also tell sometimes when the agenda is a little difficult to sell. Um, <laughs> That's right. Sometimes the uh, the uh, I'm not going to give away any tells, but sometimes you could you could tell when uh, maybe the personal belief and the party's belief were. Not exactly a lie. And it goes to Mike's point that, that he, he likes to tell people that the best show is in the parking lot afterward. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. I can remember, I can remember Ann and I went at it really bad one day early on when I first started doing the show, and I felt so bad about it. We went out in the parking lot, and I apologized to Ann. I'll never forget this. And Shella throws down his notebook and says, Don't you apologize to her? That's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> 
Is it true you were channeling John McLaughlin all those times? I, I, I think he was channeling Rex. How, how tempted were you, Jim, to, and, and may he rest in peace, John McLaughlin, to say after one of our answers, wrong, wrong. Right. right, you're wrong. Uh, must be tempting. You know, you know uh, I can tell you that, that I did watch the McLaughlin group uh, religiously uh, in the early years and learn some things from him. The, the thing about uh, John McLaughlin is that he was a teacher, and he was trying to get everybody to come to the point uh, that he wanted them to get. I, I really kind of want the mix of opinions, and I want to let the folks at home reach their conclusion. All right, so clearly we've all aged a little bit in the meantime. Uh, and I understand that we have some more clips that are going to give that away. So let's take a look at these. Will the GOP endorse Frank McKinney? And if not, will he run? It's the first question we present to our Indiana Week in Review panel. Democrat Ann Delaney, Republican Rex Early, John Schwannis, State House Bureau Chief of the Indianapolis News, and Susan Dillman, State House Reporter, for the South Bend Tribune. I'm Wish TV State House reporter Jim Schella. I think there was one surprise. I don't think the flag burning uh, amendment or the, the veterans' appeals was, was a surprise at all. And affirmative action has been in the press recently. But the English, as the native tongue uh, or as the officially recognized language, seemed to me a sharp move to the right for him. And it I was mean, new. That was something yeah, that was he a, new, a new element. And I, I, maybe I missed something, but. I, you know, my, my kids are in school. I don't see this as an issue. It certainly isn't an issue here. Maybe an issue in southern Florida yeah. or mm -hmm. in California or in why, Texas. Why is this issue here. a move to the right? I don't understand that. I mean, uh, How is the quality of life different? We adopted well, English as the, as, the, uh, as the recognized language in the state of Indiana in 1985. Did that appreciably make a difference in the quality of life for any students in the state? You are correct in saying that it's probably not as much an issue here as it is in other major uh, heavily populated parts of the United States, major cities, East Coast, West Coast, uh, uh, Miami, sure Texas, so we're East Coast at Well, all. Let, let me suggest to you that what they're talking about here, it, it makes sense for a lot of reasons, and I'm not so sure it's uh, liberal or conservative as much as it just makes sense because English is the language of commerce in the United States. And if you want people to be productive in our society, which we all hope everybody will be, I mean, they, they ought to learn the English but language. But they do. So, but they don't. They don't but in they do. some parts of the West Coast. You're talking oh, about fine. Indiana. It's not an issue in Indiana. But, but it is this not speech, an issue but this for first generation. Not, this speech was anywhere. not targeted at an Indiana audience. It was sure, targeted right. at a national audience. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not an issue with first generation. I mean, the, the one thing that comes through is the children who are born of immigrant parents won't speak their parents' listen, native listen, tongue. This is a problem in parts of California and Texas and, and, and a lot of parts of the United States. But, but it's also one of those wedge issues that Dick Luger has talked yes. about. That's that, not a that it is not one of the priorities as no, far as Michael, he's concerned. It is no, it's not. Too. Come on, you got it. Is too. Uh, you just don't want to admit you no. have another Republican candidate trying no. to divide. I, I will. I will say this about this. I think what you're seeing in this speech is the beginning of recovery from the heat that he took, based on the Iowa straw poll, for not being as substantive as, as a lot of people would like him to be, not at least hitting issues head on. And I think the two speeches they gave, the one here and the one in Chicago is the beginning of the turnaround of Bob Dole trying to take on the some turn specific to the right. issues. No, it didn't the have turn to be. To the right. Well, some of that was, but I don't think that issue is left or right. Will. Mike, it's been a pleasure to sit next to you for a long time, and uh, I know that you feel the same way about working with Jim. So, what well, do you think? Well, I, I just want to say before we finish today, I want to thank Jim for giving me this opportunity 21 years ago, and uh, I have truly enjoyed being on this panel with Ann and, and with both of you guys. Uh, and I want to thank the people here at WFYI, the staff and the crew have been tremendous. 
And if I hadn't had this opportunity, I wouldn't have met virtually thousands of people in these 21 years who come up to you every day of your life and make comments about the show, and everybody was so pleasant about it. And that's been the most rewarding thing that's really come out of this for me. So thank you for that opportunity. It's been a pleasure to work with all of you. Didn't you have somebody to show you the reach of the show? Who? Where was it in? I was in, in, I was in Bar Harbor, Maine, with, okay, with Ellen Maine, and I, I were on vacation. and walking down the street, and this elderly lady came up and tugged on my sleeve and says, you come with me. And I said, one, who are you? And two, where are we going? And she said, you just passed a bus of seniors from Elkhart, Indiana, and they want to know if you're that guy on that arguing show. <laughs> so I spent the next 20 minutes answering what's Ann Delaney really like questions in the street in Barbara, Maine. Well, I get a lot of those about you, too, Mike. Uh, well, and good. we're going to miss you. Well, we're giving you a chance. What do you say to him? Look him well, in the I, eyes. I, Look at, let's know, have some. I've enjoyed Cue it. the music. It's what do you been, say to him here? Thank you. Thank you. Can I get a word in? Or you no, gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to play my usual role. <laughs> I'm just going to talk and you... You, you thought maybe he changed? No, well, I, I know. No, I really, uh, we, it, it's been uh, a delightful surprise that we could get along as well as we have, despite the fact that we don't agree on an awful lot. But it's been a great experience, and I agree with you about how much it has um, engaged people all around the state and how much they appreciate those efforts. And I want to thank you for making that effort to do this thank for 21 you. years, and Jim for actually putting this together and assembling us all and keeping it going even in off years when there is no election <laughs> and we have to fill 26 minutes with heaven only knows mush, what mush. mush. There's we a lot of mush. to the guy that you just but mentioned. You can't let the guy experience. who's sitting in the middle of the couch here off without saying a few, any thoughts and reflections? Oh, sure. This has been the highlight of my life. Um, and dealing except with for you your folks. marriage. Well, except for that. Um, okay. I, and, and Connie will be happy to tell you, she's, she's a big reason that, that I've been able to do this. She got used to a lot of four-day vacations uh, for me to come back and do this. And we've been married for 41 years, and I'm happy to tell people that if you factor in the wind chill, it feels like 45. But um, she, oh. she's, uh, she, she's been a big part of this. But, but it, it's been a great personal and professional opportunity. And uh, I'm, I, the devotion that, that you people and others have shown to this program has meant a lot to me. It's going to be tough to see this guy go, huh? Um, don't want to see him go. But I know. We keep trying to change his decision. mind, but it doesn't seem to be uh, working. Um, it's going to be tough to, to fill those, uh, those shoes, that seat. Well, it was funny because I'm the most recent person on the program here. How, 18 years maybe, something like that? A, new, a newbie. Still wet, a newbie. Still wet yeah. behind the ears exactly. there, actually. Yeah, that's... And uh, it, it was interesting because, you know, I'd worked in the State House for five years as a reporter uh, for the Fort Wayne newspaper, so it was, you know, a major newspaper in the state. And it was really an interesting experience because one of the panelists was gone, and Jim asked me to be on, and I said, sure, and I was scared to death and did it. And I, I don't think I passed out. I might have. Uh, but it was funny because I went into to the state house on Monday, and it was suddenly like you're this new person. You know, people paid attention and, and realized, oh yeah, you do work around here, and and gosh, you you know something about this place too. And it was really an amazing thing. So I appreciate that, Jim. And you Thank still you had a, a, quite a ponytail on you at that point, uh, as I recall, went about halfway down your back. And the uh, camera never shot that part, but look how distinguished and establishment well, you are now. you know, I, I blame uh, a certain panelist for the absence of the uh, <laughs> uh -oh. ponytail Mine? now, and no. I do believe that uh, Anne was in cahoots with my mother, but um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Oh, I, I mean, might as well say something as well. I've, I've enjoyed every, every minute, 
every Friday has been a highlight of, of every week. Uh, Jim, it would be silly for me to try to sum up how important uh, you've been to my career, how important the show has been to my career. So suffice it to say, it's uh, incredible, just absolutely incredible. And, and Mike, it's been good. It's, uh, but it's going to go on. It is going to go on. Yeah. Is that like a segue? You're a pro. I, I, you may yeah. be. You, you'd think you had, you know, a script or something. Yeah. <laughs> just so happens, Jim, we are going to go on. We, uh, even though Jim and Mike uh, are going to be leaving us, of course, the show, as noted, must go on, and it must have a ringleader. So now I'd like to introduce so you to the new service. host of Indiana Week in Review service. from Indiana Public Broadcasting, Brandon Smith. Where is he? Brandon. Where do you want to sit? No, just right here at the all end, right, John. I'm right, fine. All right. I was actually hoping that Jim would be at the end so I could literally shove him off the panel. That's, that's, that's sort of the unceremonious, uh, just knock him right off there, off the that's island. That's right, that's right. Give us a little background on, uh, I know you're a, a big-time baseball aficionado. Nobody should try <laughs> to, am. no politicians should ever try to out-trivia uh, you on baseball. But, well, I look forward to them trying. Now, I'm, I'm <laughs> Chicago-born and bred, so I'm feeling particularly happy today for a lot of reasons. But um, I've been a statehouse reporter here for about coming up on six years for Indiana Public Broadcasting. I've tried to tried to follow the example that Jim sets there at the State House, and I know that these are big shoes to fill. And I don't think I can replace Jim Shella. I just hope that I can, as a as a reporter and a host, try and live up to the expectation he set for really all of us. So, so do you have any advice for the, well, the new host? Well, first of all, let me just say that I, I recommended Brandon for the for this opportunity uh, it, because he covers this stuff and he, and he does it on a daily basis. And uh, I think that uh, the, the the TV will take care of itself. Content is is what matters, and uh, I, I guess I would uh, it, simply. Uh, Tell him to, to keep up the good work and, uh, you know, uh, keep the show moving. <laughs> of course, they I'll try to, try to cut him off. That's as right. That's possible. the buzzword. That that is. Is. <laughs> here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, even uh, Donald Trump, when he met with Barack Obama at the White House, said he would be seeking Barack Obama's counsel uh, early and often. Should, oh, Jim, should yeah. Jim stay by the phone? He should uh, expect uh, plenty of phone calls here going forward. Now, we're going to sit down and talk about the, the nuts and bolts of the show. He was, a, he was already a TV veteran when he took over Week in Review, and I'm much more of a novice, so that's going to be a, a bit of a learning curve for me, but, but I've got a great example to look up to. That's right. Uh, anybody else have? Mike, since you won't be around, to... Uh... Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to control Ann in this situation. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's been wrong for 21 <laughs> straight years. <laughs> yeah, the bigger problem is filling hard. 26 minutes when nothing yeah. has happened. It is hard. Oh, I look forward to 2017 without any elections. That's, yeah. 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 That be it's good. always the first goal is fill the time. And yeah. don't forget right. those 45 But you have seconds. John. And you've never really come up short, though. I mean, huh? you've never really come up short. Well, no, you, I've not you, come up short, but there have been a couple of times where I, w I needed another question. I didn't really have one, and, and uh, while I was stuttering, you could see the sweat yeah, <laughs> on my yeah. brow. It's, well, the uh, only times I think we ever came up short was the times when John happened to be gone that week. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your theme, John. Was it 26 and a half minutes? I thought it was 26 and a half hours. 26 yeah. and a half. What we 26 minutes, 45 No one told seconds. me what we were doing. Any trepidation or just excitement going into this? Oh, I'm sure there will be more trepidation in the first week, but right now it's, it's excitement and disappointment at seeing Jim go, but excited about the opportunity that creates for me. Good luck. Not sure the boss, can we keep this set? This is kind of nice. I mean, all that, uh, this is a lot. No, I'm not sure the Democrat and the Republican close. want to be too close to each other. Yeah, I don't think that'll work. Yeah, 
that's probably not a bad idea. Mm. We always say that the reason there's no violence on camera is because we're tethered to the um, cords yeah. and too far <laughs> away to reach. And that's probably a good, a good <laughs> MO to continue. So much for the notion it's natural civility that you've all committed to. It's really just a technical we're, issue. We're civil. We actually get along. But, but, you know, you get a little heated sometimes. All right. So we've already had the, uh, the thank yous, but are there any parting shots, Mike? Anything you want to get out before you don't no, have an not opportunity? Really. I, I just think this is a, a tremendous service to the people of Indiana, uh, especially in a lot of parts of Indiana where you maybe don't get more than one wire service story a week in your newspaper. And they're looking to Indiana Week in Review to find out information about what's going on in state government and politics. And that fills a big void in the state. So I, I, I applaud you for continuing and to do a good job because it's important to a lot of people in Indiana. Jim? Well, I want you to thank you to, to Ice Miller and uh, AT&T and others who have underwritten this at one time or another. Um, and thanks to the viewers. I mean, this, this doesn't work if people don't watch it. And uh, um, I am touched by the fact that people come up to me and, and say they live in Lake County or, or St. Joe County and that this is their connection to the State House. And uh, it's, uh, it, 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 I think it's a valuable service and it's been fun to provide it. And the fact that it's a statewide show, I mean, that's, that's a testament to IPBS generally. And uh, uh, it's not just, it may be taped in Indianapolis, but it, I know you've always tried to find topics and include people from around the state. We do, and you know, sometimes maybe we don't do as good a job as we could of of bringing in new stories from places like Evansville and Fort Wayne. But but I, my theory has been that that this is their way for fun, to find out what happens in Indianapolis and at the State House uh, as much as anything else. All right. Well, it, it is with sadness, Jim, that, that I have uh, a job that you normally have, which is to wrap this uh, installment up. That's Indiana Week in Review for the week of what is this week? For this uh, week. For this week. We'll just leave it at that. If you'd like a podcast of this program, you can find it on WFYI.org, IWIR, or starting Monday, you can stream it or get it on demand from Xfinity or Bright House Networks. I'm John Schwannis. I knew we should have left that to Ann Delaney. <laughs> and I'm John Ketzenberger. Be sure to come back and visit us again because a lot can happen in an Indiana week. I'm John Hammond of Ice Miller. Today we say goodbye to Jim Shella and salute his 25 years as host. We are proud to support Indiana Week in Review now and for the next 25 years. Thanks, Jim. <laughs>